position. Affirmative. Negative. I am the milkman. My milk is delicious. Roger that. Okay, let's go. Welcome to the Best Linux Games Podcast. Go, go, go! The best Linux games, the best games available for the uh, GNU slash Linux operating system via the mechanism and distribution network known as Steam, brought to you by Valve. After 700,000 years, the Steam has come to Linux, and beyond that, it has come to Linux in the form of the egalitarian Linux-like platform, Steam, an open marketplace in which... That's right, ladies and gentlemen, it's Saturday, and that means it's time for one thing. It's time for the podcast where the quality goes in before the name goes on. You're listening to the Best Linux Games Podcast, a companion piece to the uh, Steam group of the same name. Find us on Steam, you know, uh, join us on Steam, and friend me on Steam. My name is Scooky Sprite. I am your host. In case this is your first time here, uh, the ground rules for everything that we do are very simple. We have news. We have the latest titles that we are interested in. Of course, features, you know, like kind of in-depth looks or reviews. And then we have, of course, everyone's favorite the deals! Uh, the best games that you can buy for as cheap as possible. If you join us on the group, our recommendations are curated with the sole criteria of... It must run on Linux, and it must be really good. These are recommendations only, of course. Uh, not complete reviews, which generally will follow, um, especially once they get some other mofos on this show. And as always, the content that awaits you ahead may not be appropriate for members of all species, races, genders, classes, creeds, and especially might not be age or work appropriate. So, it begins. Let's get the Linux gaming on, bitches! Hello, and welcome to episode number 366 of the Pesolitics Games Podcast, being recorded for you on this Halloween Eve, uh, uh, Saturday, October 30th, 2021, at 15, 16 p.m., left coast, Pacific Coast time, coast to the most crack head engineer, Ivor Molina. What are you going as Halloween for Halloween, Ivor? You don't know? I got a suggestion. How about you go as unemployed? You're fired. Um, we have a, a good show for you this week, actually. Uh, we have some Halloween deals for the, our picks from that uh, comprehensive list by any means, but, uh, you know, some games that are worth talking about that are on sale. Oh, excuse me. Sorry about that. It's very loud. Um, for the Steam Halloween sale, which ends on November 1st, and, uh, we might, depending on, time depending, we might, uh, actually cover our, uh, our, the, I forgot that Halloween is coming up, and so I keep bumping our High Fleet coverage, but I, I have, I have a pretty informed opinion about High Fleet, and hopefully we'll have time to talk about it, but we'll see how long we go ranting about 
these games. So, uh, before we get to that, our top stories this week, that's right, Ivor. Stick to the rundown and ye shall survive. Oh, he's holding up the whiskey sign. Mm. And that would, of course, make it, by the way, for our sequel friends, 2021, 10-30. Uh, oh, God. I want you to have a date for me. Ah, oh, Gentry's Gin. Ah. Goes down smooth. <laughs> um, okay, so. Top stories this week. Two games that... One of which I was heavily, I was hotly, heavily, moistly anticipating, moistly, fully erect and glistening. Oh God, I'm gonna puke. That is my dick, okay? So that's disgusting. Oh boy. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy came out this week, and it really seems like it wants to run, but it's borked. Uh, I posted, I was one of the first people to post uh, ProtonDB that it's borked after trying everything. It's borked. Black screen of death. Also new this week, some of you, I imagine, you know, I don't judge because I played this game a lot too, Um, but it's not like a beloved franchise for me because it's a strategy game, but whatever. You know, light strategy. Yeah, it's strategy. Uh, Age of Empires, the long-awaited Age of Empires uh, sequel Age of Empires 4 is out and it too is borked according to ProtonDB I didn't do any further investigation other than checking out whether or not it was borked on ProtonDB but Guardians of the Galaxy was particularly disappointing to me because I was really looked really cool and I love those movies and many thanks to friend of the show Jeff Jeffy Wise for jumping me into them um I really wanted to be Star-Lord but you, you know, I don't I don't know what exactly is Borkand. So it could be something simple because the game does seem like it wants to run, but as we know, as we all well, some of us have lived through, I'll believe it when I see it. Um so yeah, don't waste your time with those. I, I filed for a return for a refund a, a refund? A refund. Refundaplex. I don't know what a refundaplex is, but I I uh I had no problems getting my refund for Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, I'm hoping that maybe a Glorious Egg Roll release might be able to fix it, but I, then again, I don't know what's what's borkened. Um, yeah, so that so that brings us to our deals section this week, and hopefully we'll have some spooky music playing in the background, because we're going to talk a little bit about these titles. And, uh, yeah, once again, this is for the Steam Halloween sale, which runs through now through uh, November 1st, so you really only have two days to avail yourself of any of these deals. Some of these are really good, and we're going to start, we're going to do them in order of, well, proximate order, multi-sorted. These have been multi-sorted, because our first game, Ivor Shall We Drop the Needle? Yes. So, all of these are Halloween games. First off, we have... Sticks, Master of Shadows. That's S-T-Y-X, Master of Shadows. And it leads off this list. Not only because you play like a fucking troll in like a nightmarish, semi-hellish fantasy dystopian 
magic is technology kind of stealth game. It's really good. Um, that fits right into the Halloween theme. And, you know, you are Styx, Master of Shadows. You are this thief, this troll thief who relies on stealth and agility and cunning to uh, evade uh, normal humanoid-sized attention. Um, It starts with you breaking into, like, the ultimate safe in in the world, and the story and the voice acting is so great. It's really good. It's like a fantasy Metal Gear Solid meets Thief-ish. Kind of Middle Earth meets Thief, and you're like this... You're really short in the game, which is very interesting. They play with that conceit a lot. Because, like... uh, But you're very fast, and you're very nimble, so you can, like, leap upwards, like, you know, fucking you know, ten feet. Uh, you can, you're really strong, climb from ledge to ledge, and you can find the shadows and, uh, manipulate objects and stuff from a distance, very much like Thief. Um, at least I think you could. I, I only played it for like 45 minutes, uh, last year when I got it. I haven't been able to cycle back to it, but I was, I've sent videos of that, of this game to my mom. That's how cool I thought the, uh, the some of the cinema sequences were. I really like the story, and I really like the voice acting, and I like the play mechanics. And Sticks, Master of Shadows, and it's gorgeous too. Master of Shadows is 90% off at $1.99. Up next, in terms of, uh, so that's Sticks, Master of Shadows for under two bucks. Well, just under two bucks, just about two bucks. So, like, if you don't want to get that, then, like, you're insane. You must hate video games. Like, just to have in your collection for $2 for a pack of gum, you can have that game. Um, and it's totally beyond worth it. Mm. And worth, like, the time. Like, I, it's been it's been in the back of my mind. Like, I gotta go back and play Sticks again. I gotta fucking get back into Sticks. Um, okay, so up next on our list, we have, like, uh, seven... For the seven deadly sins. No, I don't know. We have seven, I think, seven picks here. Up next, for pure Halloween, classic Halloween fucking... And, you know, if you you listen to the show, you know I don't like scary games. So, that puts me at a... Generally puts me at a unique disadvantage for, you know, pulling together a list of... But I can do it. I can do it year, year after year. Um... For classic, I mean, this game is Halloween. This game—it's not Halloween. The game. There is a Halloween. The game, but I, I haven't played because it, it looks scary. Uh, or, no, there isn't a Halloween. The game. There's a Friday the Thirteenth. The game. Maybe there is a Halloween. The game. I don't know. Who knows? I wore your fire. You should have done this research in the runner. Anyway, for classic Halloween, fucking the video game. I would say. Other than Duskers, but Duskers didn't make this list because they should have listened to me when I tried to help them. Uh, and they should have given me the interview they promised. <laughs> My revenge is complete. Uh, <laughs> even though they did just start a, men- a mention. Um, Duskers is the scariest game that's not on this list. Well, among them that I've played. Anyway. Up um, next... Vampire. 
Vampire, V-A-M-P-Y-R, in which you play a phlebotomist in an alternate history, mildly alternate history, counterfactual history of like a World War One era London under horrific plague quarantine and you get bitten at the beginning of the game and you're a phlebotomist you're a doctor you're there to help um this very period accurate very moody very I can't believe I almost said moody and atmospheric Jesus Christ like what fucking hallmark of lazy video game journalism laziness have we not at one point or another exhibited on this show Christ Ivor you are fired Ivor does all the copy editing I don't I don't normally mention that but mm. anyway we're talking like bleak Victorian gaslit gorgeous in its own rotten decaying desperate uh uh privation environs uh, you know, like, because there's shortages of everything. No one trusts anyone because, in spite of the plague, there's also these mysterious disappearances happening, and people, people are seeing all sorts of things in the fog. And there are there are these uh, there are these monsters and vampires about, and general panic throughout the city. And you're a phlebotomist, and you work in a hospital. But you're also a vampire. And so the real focus of the game is figuring out you have to eat human beings. But you get to choose who the fuck you want to eat. And these choices, they get very complicated. Like a big portion of the game is figuring out who would be, if you want to save everybody, who would be best to eliminate from the community? Who's really responsible for this series of crimes or this injustice? Or who is, you know, who's stealing all of the hospital's reasons? You know, shit like that. You can go that way or you could just eat whoever the fuck you want. Um, and you develop your powers as you try to figure out who it was that turned you into a vampire. So you have this juxtaposition between you know you want to you've taken the Hippocratic Oath but you're a vampire so you're a doctor vampire it's great it is one of the best it's short but it's one of the it's one of the better games uh, that I've played and I the last boss encounter I really hated it because it was super hard like they ramped up the difficulty like three times instantly like the difficulty curve like goes up enormously for the last boss battle and it's like a transparent attempt to pad out the game with more gameplay because I think I beat it and I take forever to beat a game I think I beat it in like fucking 15 hours I I think that uh, Jeff Jeffy Wise beat it in like 6 or some ungodly amount of time but he doesn't take his time with games and he also plays on easy because he's a poser and a loser yeah I said it right but anyway vampire is 75% off at $9.99 Jeff is not a poser $9.99 that's a good that that is a good Halloween game now next game is a game that I've been meaning to talk about on this show since it started to work but then we had to do the 365 episode Echo this is E-C-H-O 
Oh. It is a far-flung science fiction future action role-playing game set in the third person where it's one of the it's one of the most amazing games that I've ever played and I've not gotten to play it anywhere near as much as I want to because up until recently Echo did not fucking run on Linux no matter what I tried uh Eventually, I did get it to run uh, after someone noticed my desperate plea on ProtonDB and actually friended me through uh, Steam and told me how they got it to run. But then that didn't even work after a while. That was where I, I, I logged like an hour and a half in the game. Um, it is an amazing game. Uh, but now it runs. Now it runs. All you need to make Echo run. This isn't ECO. This is ECHO. Uh, I've got it running, I think, using uh, Proton 610. Glorious Egg Roll 610. GE1. Um, Glorious Egg Roll. Glorious Egg Roll 1. Yes. Commander Mark Fire. Echo is awesome. It is 50% off. Echo almost never goes on sale. It's 50% off. $12.49. Amazeballs. Now, if you want to go a little more expensive and a little less Halloween-y, but very much in the immersive immersive experience of darkness that you demented humans all crave, evidently, once a year so you can all be, like, purged or something. I don't know. I don't understand Halloween. Hate scary things. I like dressing up. Don't you miss? I think it was Jimmy Kimmel who said this week. Don't you miss the Trump presidency? Trump years. Every day was Halloween. He'd get up, put on a fucking scary clown pancake makeup, and go and terrorize the public. <laughs> it's true. It's funny because it's true, and we survived. We're not gonna survive. He's coming back. He's like Freddy. He's like Jason. He's like all the rest of them. But anyway, the next game on our list is a game by Hideo Kojima from Hideo Kojima Productions. It's a Hideo Kojima game. It's called Death Hideo Kojima Stranding, a Hideo Kojima game by Kojima Productions, a Hideo Kojima game directed by Hideo Kojima, a Hideo Kojima game, um, which is a Hideo Kojima game, by the way. It's called Death Stranding. And... Death Stranding runs great on Linux. I have it. I haven't played a whole hell of a lot of it because it's like a... It's a weird game. It's really cool and really compelling and very scary in a very... very interesting way. It's a very mysterious kind of game. It's also gorgeous. And it is a Hideo Kojima game. This differs from... uh, From the majority of Hideo Kojima Hideo Kojima, Hideo Kojima games by Hideo Kojima in that uh, Death Stranding is not necessarily it's not action focused, it's more like Hideo Kojima Hideo Kojima the game, Hideo Kojima game Hideo Kojima Productions, Hideo Kojima directed by Hideo Kojima Hideo Kojima game um, 
Because, like, you see Hideo Kojima all over the fucking game. It's like, his name cannot fit every fucking thing. I'm surprised he didn't do it. If he, if he hummed a note of the soundtrack, then I'm sure he would have a fucking credit for it. Um, composer's credit. But uh, Death Stranding is actually really, really interesting. It's more psychological than most of his games. It's also more obtuse in a better way. Hideo Kojima, it only took him like 30 years to learn how to write. And, you know, he barely learned how to write. But he did make Metal Gear Solid 5, and that is as close to really good writing as he's ever come, and it totally redeemed him in my eyes. Death Stranding is like his concept of what an inventory-based courier game after the apocalypse would be like. It's very interesting, and it's not the type of apocalypse that you're familiar with, but it's no less scary and mysterious. Death Stranding is 60% off. Runs great on my machine. Uh, $23.99, of course, through November 1st. All of these are through November 1st. Now, let's say that the weird hypoallergenic, non-hypoallergenic universe of Death Stranding with its obtuse mysteries and and scenes of dialogue that just peter off into like we're all gonna die kind of stygian stoic silence as like whatever it is stalks you continues to stalk you avoid the rain um that's not you know your kind of thing if you want more of an action thing this uh Halloween but you want to be no less immersed in a fucked up just in incredibly graphically violent. That's really what Halloween is to me. Celebration of graphic violence. I don't like graphic violence. Even that's scary. It's scary to me. When I shot the first guy in the eye in Tomb Raider, I got scared. I got scared. But I loved killing the guy who tried to rape me. It was so good. Um, Those games were fantastic. I love that game. I love that game. You're a croft, baby. But anyway, if Death Stranding is not, you know, up your alley, then may I offer you, especially if you, like me, have have avoided and reviled and hated um, what is, I think, the most successful board game miniature franchise in board game history, and the oldest, I think. I think it goes back to like the 70s in the UK I think, I, I haven't looked this up in a long time but if you are not a uh, 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 a, what do you call it uh, what's the right word a de- devotee de- uh, an enthusiast um, uh, an adherent an enjoyer of there we go an uh, an ardent an ardent connoisseur there there, now yes you see when we use our words we can actually communicate if you are not and if you like myself are not an ardent connoisseur and consumer of the Warhammer universes multitudes of of uh of products and game projects and stuff you may have missed Necromunda Hired Gun which is 
a first-person shooter set in the Warhammer universe. So, like, there's a big learning curve for me, but you can, like, basically, it's, you know, it's what you expect. It's like, I'm a hired gun. I'm a mercenary. It's in the crazy Warhammer universe, which is visually awesome to behold. And uh, all the weapons and stuff and the action and, and the the game is just fantastic. It's a very, 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 very good game um, with amazing environments uh, and great action. It's a run and gunner. Um, lots and lots of killing. Like if you get confused about what you need to do to solve the puzzle, it's kill everybody. And that will solve the puzzle for you. Great cinema, amazing environments. All with this spooky, fucked up, dystopian, you know, biological, Latinate, fucking gothic cathedral of far-flung space pain. Uh, you know, like there's like, you know, human beings that are like welded into, into, you know, doors. And all they do is open and close the door. So if you want to open the door, you torture the poor motherfucker who's welded and it's it's great stuff it's dark too Necromunda Hired Gun the only game in the Warhammer universe that I've ever recommended on this show Necromunda Hired Gun is 25% off at 30 bucks and you can that game is worth it at 30 bucks and you could totally get lost if you if you're looking for a a, a world class triple A uh, fucking first person shooter set in like a not a not a scary but a spooky hyper violent um, explodey environment where human life is cheap and death is almost cheaper <laughs> it's just not quite as expensive it, I mean it, <laughs> that's the margin at which human beings live in Necromunda check out Necromunda Hired Gun uh um, next, a game that I, another game that I really wish I had more time to play, Kingdom Come Deliverance, which I, I got a couple hours into Kingdom Come Deliverance. It is an amazingly accurate depiction of uh, feudal, inter-Nazian, uh, European feudal, Conflicts in a first-person adventure role-playing game that is as ambitious in scope as it is uh, fastidious. I think that's the right word. I might be using that word wrong. Uh, As it is careful uh, in its presentation of the history in which it is set, Uh, the accuracy, the attention to detail is incredible and truly immersive. And personally, for me, I can think of a few things that would be more hellish than to be born into feudal Europe, where you're going to live till you're 23 at best. And that's if your lord, who's an inbred maniac, um, doesn't decide to, you know, try to overtake someone else's fief and uses you peasants as fucking cannon, well, not cannon fodder, but just as conscripts with rakes. And hoes. <laughs> Many will die. Um, that's pretty hellish uh, to me. Uh, Kingdom Come Deliverance is 66% off at $10.99. And 
I can tell you that friend of the show and friend of mine, Fageldorf, um, said the year that that Kingdom Come Deliverance was released, which was a year that I couldn't play it. I couldn't play it for the first. I think I had problems for some reason with it, but I, have, I, I got to play it before the end of that year. But Fageldorf said that was his game of the year. Um, yeah, and it's an impressive achievement, and it's an amazing game. It's a big title that if. If you, you know, unless you have like technical problems with your like hardware, you know, in, in order to get to run, um, and you should be able to get to run if you have a fairly modern computer, it should run fine. Uh, Violinix, you need to have Kingdom Come Deliverance in your back pocket for some rainy day at the very least, or just to play it and experience it. And finally, in our list, I guess we'll, I guess we'll end. The show this way, we'll save High Fleet for next week as an evergreen. Really wanted to talk some High Fleet, but it's Halloween, so. Uh, finally on our list, my favorite scary game of the entire year is 40% off. And it's not a scary game, it's just a fucking monstrously violent game. It's, I think they build this game as inverse horror. From the, from this, let me, oh shit. Ivor, you're fired. Why don't we have this? Uh, I told you to get the copy. More whiskey. Mmm. Mmm. This is a shorter game. Oh, it came out last year? Wow. COVID time has been weird. Anyway, uh, builds itself as a reverse horror game in which you assume the role of an amorphous creature of unknown origins stalking and consuming those who imprisoned you from the same people who brought you the massively horrific opus of violence known as Butcher, one of my favorite games since uh, we started the podcast. Oh, they have a new intro video. They have like a whole cartoon now inside of this. Awesome! Oh, wait, I posted a review. I want to show me my review. From the makers of the blood and 8-bit guts and gore carnage party that was Butcher comes a delicious follow-up in the 8-bit carnage subgenre, Carrion. Combining incredibly detailed pixel trash graphics with uniquely unbalanced balance, you are humanity's ultimate nemesis gameplay, you get a 6 to 11 hour long wonderment of side-scrolling awesomeness highly recommended. So Carrion, you play as this little blob of tentacled flesh that can rip people in half and eat them. The more people that you eat the stronger you become. You mutate and take on and can gain different abilities and take on different aspects uh both size and literally ability related um and it is just a blast to be so very special so very special you are the Frankenstein's mon you are the ultimate lab project gone wrong and you're gonna kill them all because you have to get out and that's that's the problem because once you get out. Well, 
that's the end of the rest of the world. Because, like, you can just eat people. You can rip them in half, shove one half in your mouth while you rip another, while you chase another one with your tentacles down. And you have so many tentacles and you're super fast, even when you get enormous. Because your tentacles are like dynamic and they just, they propel you. So it's like you're always floating in this two-dimensional side-scrolling platformer masterpiece. It's short. But luckily, Carrion, C-A-R-R-I-O-N, it's 40% off now through November 1st at $11.99. So to recap, we had Styx Master of Shadows, Vampire, Echo, Death Stranding, Necromunda, Hired Gun, Kingdom Come Deliverance, and Carrion. Have a happy and safe Halloween. Next week, we will have our full review of High Fleet. I have so many things to say about High Fleet, and it is an excellent game that is not for everyone. Um, it is, it's, it's a hell of a game. Uh, yeah. Have a happy and safe Halloween. Uh, and that concludes this week's episode. Four or five times. A good idea. Four or five times. Hi there. There is delight in doing things right. Four or five times. It is I. E.B. Farm. Maybe I'll cry. I'll get you a drink. And if I die, I'm gonna try four or five times. Do you like to play? We like to play. I like you. We like to sing. It only runs on Linux. We like to go. Yaddy yaddy oh, four or five times. We're gonna have such fun. Bebop one. You're becoming hysterical. Bebop two. Yes, sir. Thank you, sir. Three, yada yada e, four or five times. Matt Damon. Burn everything incriminating, including this building. Burn all the White House pets, and then yourselves. Burn yourselves first. There is no Windows version of weaponized chess. Boy, this is fucking ponderous, man. Ponderous, fucking ponderous. It only runs on Linux. It's not a problem. You alienated part of America. I alienated crazy people. I like it very much. It is I, E.B. Farm. You're becoming hysterical. I'm here. I'm there. I'm fucking everywhere. I'm the Eggman. Hey, Ivor. What, uh, so, yeah, I know what. No, you're not wearing that. You're not wearing that, Ivor. Now you listen, and now you listen, for you're going to be a meek little housewife with horn-rimmed spectacles, and you're going to stay away from men and juke joints and booze and pinball machines, and you're going to wear a skirt and low-heeled shoes, and you're going to wear a girdle, and especially a girdle. The Best Linux Games Podcast is brought to you by Blue Wizard is about to die. Now available for the first time as an ebook on Amazon.com. To subscribe to the podcast using a Linux-based podcatcher like Podracer, or to see our YouTube gameplay videos, please visit www.bestlinuxgames.com. Also, join our Steam community group, Best Linux Games, Friends Cookie Sprite, and follow him on Twitter at VegasWriter. BLGP is also brought to you by the Radio Control Room Project. 
for details, please visit www.rcrproject.com or rfihc.com. Zig thanks you. For great justice.